This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the second volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40K's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Ryan Laplante and players Tom McGee as Interrogator Nero Abagnale, Laurie Elizabeth as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt as Seth Corbin, and Del Borovic as Sister Olien Mina. My report shows that round four of the match escalated for the Inquisitorial Band. Nero pulled Skullshield into the arena and revealed his rosette, convincing Skullshield to fight with them. Seth and Warden joined the fray, and the Dark Eldare fled, but not before Warden accidentally shot Seth. Will the band be able to stabilize Seth and save his life as the guards come rushing in? Find out next in this episode of The Valentine Heresy. From the recorded musings of Fabius Bile. I have never been a great believer in glory. Pleasure is an illusion. Only pain is real. And things are getting real for the Inquisitorial Band. To place everyone exactly where you are, you're all on the ramp, heading down away from the arena, except for, of course, Piper, who is being (laughs) hauled out by security forces uh, with shotguns to her head. That's fine. Uh, But down below, Warden is at the top of the ramp, having just fired down it, Uh, and hit Seth at the bottom, uh, who has had a a blast through his chest and has fallen, and we'll find out how quickly he's dying in a moment. Uh, While in between uh, the injured party has fled the arena, Nero is being carried by Mina alongside two Cabalite warriors of the Dark Eldar until the advancing security forces have stormed in. These are the guards that you'd seen entering, kind of ultra-fit in uh, the Imperial kind of house livery that you've seen uh, the governors wearing. However, they've all strapped on backpacks and are carrying hell guns. Clearly, they were extremely ready for violent breakouts inside the arena. Uh, and they open fire in a wave. The bolts all blast past and around you, though, cutting down the two Cabalite warriors before they can even bring their weapons to bear. And the security forces begin yelling uh, all at once in that cacophonous way that you hear in police movies. Just drop your weapons. Get on the ground. Drop your weapons. You're under arrest. Uh, You're all there. Uh, What do you do? Uh, Ryan, quick 
point of uh, clarification for us, uh, we, the players know that Seth was shot, but Seth, you had like your Octo camo on, right? Like we, you were yeah. invisible. Yeah. I'm assuming that's not the case now that I've been uh, hit It would blend in dropped. with the environment. Uh, let's roll a perception. Uh, I think for, for Mina, for Warden, and for Nero. Okay. Uh, what does the camo do again, Tyler? Does it add boost to your ability to stealth? or adds boost to my ability to stealth, and it adds plus two setback for there me we to be go. detected. So I will say that it'll be difficulty two, because he's okay. dramatically different than the people there, but we'll add two setback because his camo armor may hide the fact that Seth was going down. And... Uh, Ryan, what's our story point situation today? Uh, you have one and I have four. Oh, yeah. Let's burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I want to look real good. Uh, I'm going to upgrade uh, one of the, the, the difficulties. No. You know this, is, this is also shadowed. Andy's coming in from the dark. Andy's camera. I'm going to say it's difficulty three. So I'm going to upgrade one of them to a red. Yeah. Also, Ryan, I, I hate to continue to spit in our own eye, but I don't think any of us would be looking for Seth. Like, no, as I a think player, be... Tom wants to know if Seth is there, but yeah, um, I think that would make it harder for us to. It may just be part of the three, but like, none of us are like, where's Seth? Yeah, I would say let's add a third setback then. So it's two right. purple, one red, and three. I mean, setback. Warden might be going to see to confirm who say... he hit. Right, That's Warden probably Warden's get... at the back, so I would say Warden, um, you can take it at difficulty two. So Warden will be one purple, one red, and only two setback. Because Warden okay. shot the target actively, so if someone was to realize who that is, I think Warden's got the most focus in that direction. Cool. Yeah, that tracks. All right, mm -hmm. cool. All right, here Seth, we go. you are aware you were shot, but we'll get to you in a minute. Roll perception. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Warden's got three successes and three threats. Okay. Warden, <laughs> you recognize that that was Seth, so that fucks you up to begin with. And you've also been ordered to protect Nero. So you will not lower your weapon unless specifically instructed to. All right. Well, Mina's okay. out. She got one <laughs> failure, three threats. Uh, Mina, what I will say is you didn't see it and you have not set Nero down yet. Yes. <laughs> Del, I see your uh, three failure, three threat and raise you a two advantage, three failure. Ooh. So I definitely don't see him. Nope. Uh, so the only person who's seen it is can Warden. Can I spend that advantage, though? Fortunately, yeah, Warden advantage. can speak up and tell you all with words. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, great at good. that. Yeah, yeah that. no problem. His favorite. Yeah. Um, I think what we'll do with the advantage is we'll carry we'll carry a boost forward to your, your next roll, Tom, whatever it will be in terms yep. of interacting with the crowd or otherwise. I think it's just taking in the fact that for the crowd, you're being carried, so you're clearly... It doesn't seem like Mina and you are storming down the gate to kill all the security guys, so... I also think based on what I'm about to do, um, yeah. This, it'll be very apparent, I think. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, all right. Okay, let's, let's see what happens then. I think at the yep. top of our relative initiative order will be Nero Abagnale. Great. Uh... I know this is this is a shocking move. This is something I've never done as this character, but I'm going to lean in close to someone and talk. Um, so uh, I lean in and just say um, to Mina and say, hey, listen, if uh, if this all goes tremendously badly, and I mean, you'll know when that, that happens, uh, I need you to swear uh, that you'll kill me and uh, just take control of the whole situation on behalf of the Inquisition, okay? All right? Dude for the emperor, horse needs his throne. And then I'll stand back up and just literally pull out the um, rosette 
um, and yell, Guardsmen, your execution of the Xenos is much appreciated by the Imperial Inquisition. And I, speaking in the Emperor's voice, appreciate your efforts very much. And I'm like immediately back into near. I'm still being held up in the air, though, so it's a little less Imperial than he's hoping. Yeah, so um, let's, let's see what happens, because I think this will be a defining role for their reaction. Yeah, I uh, suspect so. What feels like the skill you'd be using here, Nero? Well, here's the thing. I'm not lying. <laughs> That's um, the thing. So uh, is your highest skill deception or what is it? Uh, it's agility. <laughs> Just in general. Uh, no, I have no deception. I have no charm. I have no leadership. Uh, I, uh, I've got. Do you have coercion? Nope. I've got cool. Uh, I've got. I would, accept, I would accept lore. Cool. I've got interrogation. Uh but yeah, if we can just take cool, I guess. Let's let's go with cool. I think this is this is for lack of a better term, a balls check. <laughs> just, well, I think it's also think? that like the crowd can't immediately check the rosette. So Correct. anyone could theoretically flash a rosette and say, fuck you, I'm the Inquisition. But like any asshole could do that, and it could be a fake I made on on Space Etsy. So uh let's <laughs> let's yeah, go so for that. with a crowd of twenty <laughs> Of the security folk, I checked the rules. That's difficulty four for social yep. interaction against a crowd of that size. Um, I will give you a two boost for having a rosette because I think that's a pretty ballsy move. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I will give you one setback because they can't tell whether or not it's real. You've already established as you yanked Skull Shield into the arena that only so much can be done. Um, and then I will spend a story point to upgrade one of the difficulty. Because cool. I think this is a very fraught moment where they're not likely to be trusting. Uh, I will also spend a story point, uh, seeing as I only have two yellow in my favor right now, to very add reasonable. an additional green. Uh, I am going to use a clever retort, that retort being, fuck you, I'm the Inquisition, uh, to drop to setback, uh, yep. which I can do once per social encounter. Uh, and I'm spending my advantage for an additional boost uh, forward as we discussed on that last roll. Yep. So in total, I'm looking at one green, two yellow, three purple, one red, three blue, two black. Uh, wow. <laughs> the setback are... Where was your second setback from? Uh, you gave me... Ugh, uh, you gave me a bunch and I just lost two. I had yeah, yeah, three, no, no, that... three from like, they're not sure if the rosette is real. <laughs> oh, and then you yeah, gave no, me an two. additional one for something else. I'm not sure. That, I was the just rosette, pressing. That, the rosette being real would have been um, two. So if we subtract that, so you should just be at one setback. Okay. I will, I will add one because you're being carried. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, there's just so much shit going on right now. I fully it's understand. funny. Can I uh, advocate for an additional boost from the fact that the person carrying me is clearly a sister of battle? Can I? Um, yeah, I was going to say, because I actually have devotional iconography, which gives boost to loyalists <laughs> because okay, I, I look that, like a... <laughs> that'll be allowed. The sister of blood was clearly a sister. She's covered in devotional icons. It feels likely she's not a... a very rarely are assassins dressed that no, religiously. No, of course. So, uh, yeah, yeah no, I'll also like pull open her cloak to show all, all the flirts of Lee. <laughs> so just got like cloak, her cloak open in one hand, rosette in the other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> full up. power of Christ compels you. Uh, okay. So now we're looking at one green, two yellow, three purple, one red, four blue, one black. Yeah, it feels right. Let's see what happens. Just a fucking standard a Tuesday mess. night. Jesus. Let's go. Oh, yeah, baby. What advantage? <laughs> 
uh, for those curious, four successes, three advantages, four failures, two threats. That's out to one advantage. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to let you carry an advantage forward to what will undoubtedly be your next social check. Uh, they don't open fire, so that's net neutral. Checkmate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be... They're going to be kind of storming forwards at this point uh, to to kind of physically remove weapons from people. Uh, do any of you resist? What is your intention? I think Mina and Nero, you're kind of doing what you're doing. Warden, what is your reaction to this? They're still Ooh, yeah. yelling, get on your ground. Basically, you can see they're kind of like two sergeants, if you were to choose. They've got kind of yeah. gladiator-style helmets that have been painted purple. It's two burly women leading these teams. Uh, the rest are all kind of mixed gender, but coming forwards. Um. I think Warden kind of like flicks his like hell pistol to be like kind of held like pointing out loosely to the, you know, with like hands up, kind of like I'm not going to shoot and like puts it down. But there's no fucking way he's giving up his sword. I mean, I hate to be specific, but your threat from the previous thing means you can't actually disarm yourself without a direct order. You're here to protect oh, Nero and you think the guards are a threat. Yes, you're correct. Um, doesn't mean you open fire. It's not like you have to shoot. It's just you would react in some way to protect Nero. That was your last order given. Right, yes, you're right. Can, um, I, uh, can I spend my advantage to give that order? Yes, you can. As I'm like, because also I'm, I'm fully doing the, uh, I'm a cop, I'm a cop, like as they're like <laughs> swarming in and like you blew the whole operation, you assholes. Uh, so I'll clearly look over my shoulder and just see like Captain Hell Pistol um, <laughs> and uh, still like my bolter hanging loosely around my, my chest. Uh, I'll just uh, like nod at you, Warden, and and be like, "Yeah, it's all right, there, big guy. You you can put it down." Uh, and then I'm assume I'm tap tackled to the ground in like a fucking like <laughs> Mr. President as I just hold the rosette to the sky. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a scrum of everybody getting kind of shoved to the ground. But while this is happening, Seth, who has been shot, is laying in an alley. Buddy. Oh man, just like your horoscope said you would. So I think <laughs> if you were at zero wounds, you arguably may have been stable. But you just got stomped over by an entire crew of security people storming towards the other ones. So you're now at minus one wound. So you took one okay. unsoakable wound, which oh. puts you into the slowly dying phase. Yes. Uh, we're going into Ryan invented rules for dying because Dark Heresy didn't allow to try to save people. And I thought there was fun tension in that. So the first thing we will say is that you suffer. Oh, man. I do Critical I injury time, right? For this yet? Uh, I need you to roll a... It's fun if you roll it. That's punishing. Uh, can you roll me a D100, <laughs> Tyler? Yeah, one second. Oh, they're up here. Laura, you've got Warden's sheet, right? I do. Uh, what are the, Does he have anything that adds to the damage from his hell pistol? It's just pierce, right? That's it? Yeah, it's just pierce three. Okay, then don't worry about it. All right, what do you got for me there? 88 was my roll. Oh. <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. Roll lower. No. Roll lower. So... That means uh, you are compromised. So make a note. Uh, you have one critical injury, uh, and you increase the difficulty of all skill checks by one until this critical injury is healed. Oh dear. So the damage is, is heavy from the blow directly to the torso, which means it will affect uh, these upcoming checks. So... Was that all checks or all physical checks? That is... You said... Uh, Sorry, I didn't catch that. That is all skill checks by all one. skill checks, Oof. okay. Skill so just checks. all checks, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it won't affect, uh, yeah, all skill checks, unless we had something that was just kind of 
cold on the physical side. Yeah. Uh, now it. you are dying. <laughs> You're in the early stage of dying, but you are dying. Yeah, you are dying. What's your yes. total? Uh, your total wounds, Tyler? Uh, I'm at minus one right now. But what's your what's your nor- what's your maximum threshold? My maximum threshold is ten. So we would be aiming for negative ten as <sighs> dead ski yeah. zone. Yeah. If you Squishy hit minus boy. ten, you're all the way dead. You're at minus yeah. one right now. Yeah, which means I'm just double checking my rules so I know when things start to get really bad. Okay, well, when you get to minus six, things are going to get crazy. They're still not great for you right now. Um, <laughs> what I so, need you to do is we're going to have to go with a resilience roll. Yep, uh, it would I've normally it be up. at daunting, which is four difficulty, mm-hmm, but because but of now. your compromising oh injury, God. it's now difficulty five. Difficulty five with brawn one. So I've got my one green die ready. <laughs> So let me add. I will remember (laughs) you. We should have one story point, right? One. Uh, I'm not going to waste the team's story point. Can you not? Can you please? I was going to say there. There, you you guys have two story points right now. Yeah, Ryan burned a point bunch to fuck us all because he upgraded all of our difficulty dice. I upgraded to make it harder to see Seth, and then I upgraded again to make it harder to negotiate with the crowd. Oh, so we've got three. You have two because I spent one. Oh, you spent one. Okay. You have two. I promise you, I'm tracking it. You got two. So, <laughs> Death, do you want to use one for this roll? No, no. This is a four <laughs> Please, <conclusion. laughs> sir. Does, sir. Every, does everyone want Please. me to use? Yes. All right, I'll use a story. Tyler, point. we're not there with you, bud. It's all you. We all support it, but this is your character, yeah. your moment. You're you're walking into that unknown country. One yellow, uh, five purple. That's my dice dice pool so far. Oh my god! Oh man, guys, I think I we just saying- saved him with that dice. Hello and well met. This is Sister Olianmina. I am recording this communique to humbly ask for your assistance. You need only to go to Patreon.com/slash/DumDumDice. For monthly tithes of nearly $5, which I am told is an old Terran currency, you'll receive, besides of course, the blessings of the Emperor, which are priceless, you can also get exclusive weekly video communications, keeping you up to date on the inner workings of those behind the scenes who help keep the Inquisition's engines running, so to speak. Join us now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That is spelled D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and may you always walk in the light of the Emperor. One failure, two threats. Hey, look, Alrighty. that's not could as bad so as it could have been. <laughs> All right, so uh, you are now going to take uh, another wound. Uh, this one is considered like a freebie. The next time you lose another wound, it will also add another critical injury. Yeah, so these will right. start to stack rapidly, which is the to signify your body starting to shut down as the damage starts to become worse and worse while left untreated. Hmm. Um, I will say... <laughs> While the security guards are storming over you and you're injured, one of them stays behind and cuffs you. Uh, you're injured, oh. but you're now just like rolled over cuffs and cuffed. Me. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. They, the security officers are there. Uh, Warden, I would say they will they will unstrap and unhook your gun uh, and then 
kind of kick you over. You all go down hard and get stripped of yeah. weapons. And once you're in magnacles, which are the magnetized version of uh, manacles in the 40K universe, highly effective, uh, they hit you at the wrists and the feet. So it's just mm. clamp, clamp the whole way down. And the sergeant who seems to be in charge of this squad, uh, Nero, you can look up and see that her 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 name tag, because again, these are all employees at like a fun yep. house, except when they're armed, uh, just says Carolerth Ibalock. Um, Carolerth Ibalock. Carolerth Ibalock. Oh, interesting name. Patreon says fun stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Carolerth just says, well, we're going to have to see if this is real, but it smells like bullshit to me, doesn't it? Uh, she'll take the rosette. Just say, Great. Um, I'll say, uh, Sergeant Ibaloth, uh, listen, the uh, I got to tell you, on behalf of the Empire, uh, the Imperium of Man, we appreciate your efforts here. I appreciate your diligence in uh, magnacling all of us here. Uh, you're going to want to check that very quickly, because if there's anything the Inquisition hates, it's being inconvenienced. And I got to tell you, this is a pretty big inconvenience. So check it very, very quickly, will you? All right, put them up against a wall. Put them up against a wall. And they just haul you up and shove you all against the wall. Uh, I will say Nero. I think it, Seth will be on the farthest side. So the order will be like Seth, Nero, Mina, Warden. Um, okay. Piper is hauled into the room and just kind of thrown into the line with the rest of you on the other side of Seth. It's at this point where all of you realize Seth is tremendously injured. Uh, and... The sergeant, uh, Caroler, leaves with uh, the rosette to get that checked out. I will say, uh, Nero, buh, buh, buh. you were the one who sold this. Let's go with cool again. Uh, I'm going to say difficulty, difficulty three. Yep. Let's go with the cool with difficulty three. Uh, I'm going to give you a boost. Because I think uh, the the threat is apparent. And if this is fake, she can basically come back and do whatever she wants. But if it's not, there are definite concerns there. Yep. Uh, actually, let's say two, two boost. Because uh, mm-hmm. that feels like something that would put some pressure on it. And then I will add one setback just because this does seem incredibly unlikely to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, and also, I don't think there's all, it's not like she can walk to the corner and jam it in something. So this oh, is really just more a speed of response than yep. anything else check. So uh, is there anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, I'm going to buy a, uh, an additional green with a story point, if that's cool with you. Yep. Um, other than that, uh, the only other thing I could make an argument for here, and this is totally your call based on how these NPCs are running, um, but given that this is not, in fact, in any way a lie, <laughs> um, I think there might be something to the idea, because we've established that, like, Nero's a, a fairly when he wants to be kind of like, no, this is like, he just owns this. So I'm curious if that's worth an extra boost, but I think you may have already covered that with the threat being apparent. Um, no, I'll, I'll give you a third boost for that. I think that's reasonable. You're, you're yeah. not lying and you're a little too calm for this situation. Like you're either the the world's greatest con man or they're in some shit. <laughs> uh, I'll and also would- say this is like, in terms of how the rest of the party would be observing this, this is also like, this is the Nero you remember uh, from Jump Avenue. Like, this is very much in his element, not Twitch Twitch. What okay. am I doing? Um, Roland. Oh, yeah, baby. Two success, one triumph, one threat. Okay. Shit. Uh, All right. So I lied 
there was a thing just around the corner. You found <laughs> the right ramp for it to be able to plug in. And you got lucky. Uh, I think she'll have jammed it into the first data port she could find. And it just overrode the system and brought up the sure. inquisitorial eye. If you'd yeah. been in a house or a house-owned place, this probably wouldn't have worked. But because mm-hmm. it is like the arena run by the planet, it's using traditional Imperial ownership codes and the stuff that you would expect. So rosettes have a little more power than just, this is my ID card. They're kind of like, I'm an Inquisitor and I'm in trouble, jam in, this is my arena now. Yep. So I think it, <laughs> it kind of takes over that that system immediately. How many threat did you roll, Tom? One. One threat. Two success, one triumph, one threat. Okay, I know what that thread is. That's something that you will not be aware of, but it exists. Oh, great. Um, oh, what are you she, talking about, Laura? We're unaware. I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, it's fine. Everything's great. We won. We won Inquisition. Uh, because of the triumph and the successes, I think the successes confirm that you are the Inquisition. The triumph means that it happens soon. Uh, and she's back and basically comes sprinting around the corner and is like, release them, release them, release them. Lord Inquisitor, what can we do? What can we do for you, Lord Inquisitor? Uh, and uh, before, like, I'll be holding my hands up in that, like, classic Joker being a douchebag way where it's just <laughs> kind of like, hmm. Um, and as they do it, I'll be kind of pointing, not really at Seth because I can't reach him while doing that. I'll just say, um, if my man dies, three of you die. Your choice. Oh, well, Mina is going, is like freaking out. And <laughs> and as soon as she's unhandcuffed, she will go and try and heal him. <laughs> All righty. So because... they're, they're panicked and kind of unhandcuffing you. Uh, you can see they've all started to sweat now. They thought they might get a bonus for bringing down the people who'd kind of taken out Skull Shield and ruined the games. Uh, but now they're aware that their lives are on the line. And you can see they're almost worried about taking the manacles off of some of you. Mina, I think they would go to you pretty freely because religion is pretty present in these kind of people's lives. Uh, Seth would get uncuffed relatively easily. They're nervous around Nero and they're nervous around Piper and Warden just because they all seem much more out of the league of the traditional security forces. Carolith looks at the rest of us and says, move, move. If whoever doesn't help are the three that die. Uh, clearly she has very little faith in the fact that Seth can make it out of this alive. Uh, Mina, I will give you a chance to administer medicine because I think that is is something you can do before they start trying to, uh, okay. to carry him. I would, so I would, I would like to do that, please. <laughs> you have your Medicaid skill. I have intellect based. I have Medicaid. I have a med kit and I know combat medicine because I studied under hospitalers. I was really hoping you were going to say that you also knew Kung Fu. (laughs) Health kit, Medicaid, also Kung Fu. (laughs) Fucking come at me, guys. Fair enough. (laughs) I'll break you and then fix you. So the only the only issue being that can can Seth take four strain? What is your strength for me to answer? Uh, do you know or? what? Here's the thing. <laughs> I think he can't tell you. I yeah, think you got to make that, that. Cold, oh, oh, cold, oh, then all right, then we're doing it. It's um, fine. <laughs> the difficulty on this will be current wounds exceed wound threshold. Yeah, it'll be hard. So that's um, three difficulty. Okay. Uh, I will say I'm going to carry over his critical injury because his system is compromised, not just him as an ability to do right. things. So, so I will say that will raise it to that. four. Oh, it's going to raise it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So it'll raise it to four for you because okay. I think it affects his ability to heal slash be healed. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you 
What do you get for having your med kit? The med kit gives me one boost. Okay. Um, I'm going to add one setback just because you're covered in the blood of a variety of That's things. Fair. And this is in no way sanitary. <laughs> yes. um, also, you're improvising and he's wearing armor. Uh, so actually, I'm going to add a second setback because I think you have to get through his like, but what, what, what are you wearing, Seth? Is it a some kind of special body glove? It's, I can't remember. Yeah, it's not that special. Enforcer like carapace. Mm. Okay, yeah, the carapace, I would argue, would add one. Because what's the plate. usual defense on that, Seth? Is it two or one? Uh, defense is one. Defense is, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll still keep the setback. Um, I think, okay, I am going to use a story point to make one of those purples red. Okay. And we don't have any more story points, right? You do not. Okay. <laughs> so it's you will next armor. turn. And okay. my critical injuries that are making this harder for you. Called right. a setback dice. Ooh. Ah, hey. yes. Oh, joke yes. fun time, Seth. They're <laughs> hard to bring Seth back. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so I'm telling you what's going to happen is for one thing, Seth has to take four strain, okay. but it gives me two automatic successes because I know combat medicine. Nice. <laughs> so combat I have one. So one it's going to hurt, but it's going to be gonna super hurt. effective. Hopefully. <laughs> I have I have one green, two yellow, three purple, one red, one blue, two black. Oh and Jesus! Two, two automatic, automatic successes. successes. Oh, okay, right, right. Here we go. Oh boy. She's going. She's going to definitely <laughs> lean down and be like, "Oh God, Emperor Seth," <laughs> and two successes, one triumph. Yes. Bless. <laughs> I'm going to confirm exactly <gasps> what that means, but that is a very solid Oh, roll. thank goodness. Oh, the triumph's got to be like, oh, you're fine now, right? Well, my vote <clears> is <throat> that the med kit has some kind of spray that's like, okay, it's just like going to fill up the hole in his lung. <laughs> so it was, it was two successes, correct? <laughs> two successes, one triumph. Okay, your two nice. successes will heal two wounds. So Seth, you're back to zero. Zero. Um, which will cool. mean that you stabilize. Yeah, I will give you so that. I, um, I'm not. I can't take actions and stuff like that, but I'm not dying anymore. Yeah, essentially to, you're dozing, yeah. but them moving you or kind of throwing an arm over a shoulder and carting you around won't hurt you any further. Yeah, well, that's uh, and nice. the triumph. The triumph means uh, she actually healed your critical injury, so you're no longer <gasps> compromised. So Woo! when you come back, you're there. Now um, we just not got to fix you. <laughs> good rolling. Yeah, what diggity damn. She's got the right. I think in the med kit, oh it's God. it's kind of an advanced but functional version of what you get with guardsmen setup. So there's a powder that kind of gets in there and cauterizes some of the wounds, but also seals shut the sucking hole over your lung. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's got enough. It's it's clearly it's like drywall powder. It just kind of like there's an antibiotic. It it's to expanding, like, dries and hardens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she slaps some synth skin kind of over it. Your armor basically looks like a tin can has been pried open the whole way. Around, um, but you, you're now kind of being carried. Piper and Warden. Oh, and then Mina will totally princess carry him around now. Oh, great! Yes. So she scoops oh. him up. The, the group will just start being led by Caroler, who's not sure that he's getting better because I think Mina, you're the only one who's confident that he's stable. That everyone else's lives are on the line, so they just start kind of doing that secret security protective detail jog all around you, hurrying towards uh, an internal med bay. There is one. It's an arena. Obviously, it's it's highly valuable. Um, Piper and Warden, where are you guys at? Piper, you went from gun to your head to not gun to your head. Warden, you shot Seth. You're the only one currently aware of that. <laughs> I mean, War 
I don't know Warden that well yet, but um, I mean, well, you can make some defining choices. For say, him, right? I know. Let's get to know Warden. I know. Let's get to know Warden. I think uh, to remind you, Warden can sign if Warden would want to talk to Piper about it or the rest of the party, or Piper could be picking up Warden's surface thoughts. You've spent the most time together, so I think that would be more apparent to Piper. That's that's true. I think um, <clears throat> I think Warden is is like as he's as he's preparing to like he would. I think he would one hundred percent like reveal to the team that he shot someone because he's I think he's very like just straightforward about like it's almost like mission report required at this mm. moment um but I think as he's literally like like lifting his hand to sign Piper just like smacks him on the shoulder like you shot him you're the one <laughs> <laughs> I think and um Warden will just give like a curt kind of uncomfortably embarrassed nod yes, like he's a pro 100% but he fucked this up and it's not comfortable to him. Uh, and I think he'll also look to Nero and look back to you, Piper. And then he'll just sign tapping a few fingers on his chest. Uh, he can't execute me until he finds a replacement. <laughs> uh, and I will sign at both of them. Execute you. You did your job just fine. And then I'll give him a thumbs up. I mean, that's a bit generous, but okay. <laughs> Confused, Ward will sign back, thank you, sir. And then just give Piper a dirty look for not agreeing with the yeah, interrogator. Yeah, I'll join him. Uh, and then I turn my attention back to other things. <laughs> yeah. You enter uh, hurriedly. I'd say the security will, most of them will peel off, but Carol Earth will follow you into the room, um, into what is a, a rather small med bay. You get the sense that there's not a lot of uh, survivors of value in the arena. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot more. You're either the star and then worth healing or you're human garbage and they don't care. Uh, inside, there is is one large tank. Uh, what's known, I think you'd all recognize this, there is one on your ship as a, a, resuscit a resuscitrix, uh, similar to the Bacta tanks of Star Wars. I was going yeah, it's very it's it's similar to that and more horrifying than that. Uh, it's kind of a giant tube <laughs> that opens up and can be shut. Climate controlled. There are servitor arms inside it that do undoubtedly in terribly uncomfortable and bloody things to someone, but can speed up the metabolism over time. So imagine like a hellish version of the back to tank. Nice. Uh, currently, there is a stormtrooper who's been shot through uh, oh, with a variety oh. of dark Eldar uh, like shredder rounds. Uh, being loaded into the Recessatrix, uh, next to which is standing Lucia Bain uh, as she's watching uh, him be put into place with other people coming towards us. And she just says, what are you doing here? Um, I mean, uh, the game is up. So um, I'll uh, I'll just smile graciously uh, as though she's a guest at my house. Uh, say, uh, hi, Lucia. Hey, yeah, it's, it's, it's great to see you. Listen, I'm going to need that. Um, so I know you're you're proud of your guy there, but uh, honestly, that's what that's what white flags are for. So uh, we're going to need that tank for. I believe you you know my uh, inquisitorial bandmate uh, Seth uh, speaks with the voice of the emperor. You may not have mentioned that he's kind of shy about it, but uh, but we're not so shy today. And I'll just hold up the rosette and just gesture her to fuck right the fuck back from the tank, but to stay in the room because I got words for her. Um, and then I'll gesture uh, Carol Earth without taking my eyes off Lucia and just say, uh, also, I'm going to need you to call uh, Palamine Ignatius uh, Ironforth 
uh, we're going to need him here just in case we need to make any uh, improvements to, uh, to my boy, Seth here. All right. So, uh, you just, uh, you just get on that and, uh, you know what, you're doing a great job so far. Um, and honestly, at this point, I'm inclined to just let you decide who I kill, uh, after the affront that your group gave the inquisition and the emperor himself. So keep up the good work and I'll, I'll make sure that power stands in your hand. All right. All righty. I'm going to need you to roll a coercion. <laughs> um, because she is quote unquote above your station uh, to most of society, uh, you automatically suffer one strain for just trying to affect her with a social check. That's fine. Um, I am your... visibly haggard, more so than usual. My bags have bags have bags. <laughs> uh, your difficulty will be three. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, two boost for the rosette. Uh, and one setback uh, for, I mean, A, being rude, because she's going to respond to that naturally with with derision. But also, mm-hmm. uh, Maximilian and her Suicide Kings, we've established that that's how she uh, keeps control, is they always get the best. So she's going to be tempted to stand up, even if it's a defeatist gesture, uh, just that it goes down uh, kind of on the on the record for that one. Uh, you yeah, do have a- one story point, and I have four. Yep. Um, I am not going to use any um uh nero is not good at coercion uh and i don't think it it's it's suitable that uh <laughs> listen i'm very good at interrogation uh but if there aren't knives involved in a dark room then not ah. great it's just like talking to you out here in the in, yeah. in, Get, in the getting hallway. information in a cell and in like threatening someone in public or two yeah that's situations. actually why i bring along a face who happens to have a bullet in his chest right now, but that's kind of kind of why why we hang out. Um, so no, I'm not uh, I'm not going to use a story point on this. I think um, Nero's whole gamble here is that the weight of the Inquisition will actually do the work for him, and yep. whether or not that's true, that's all he can actually rely on. So, uh, did you want to jack that up at all, Rand? I've got two. Yeah, green, yeah, I'm going to spend purple. a story point. I think she's right. she's going to be pissed uh, mainly cool. because uh, she was promised. Now she knows by someone in the Inquisition. That she'd win. Yeah, well, uh, she should have hired better stormtroopers. Um, hey now, one success to advantage. <laughs> All right, she will uh, She will back down. I will say for your advantage, uh, she doesn't send for Ignatius Ironforth, but Carol Earth is the fuck out of here. because. Oh, just... I'm sorry. I, that part was to, to Carol Earth. Perfect. That's how uh, yeah, she's yeah, taking yeah. No, no, anyways, I wouldn't order so... Lucia to go pick anyone up. I ordered Lucia to back up, and then yeah. everything else was to Carol <laughs> The, I'll let you decide who dies. That was all Carol Earth. There's no way I'm threatening Lucia Bane with that. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> yes, just uh, great. Yeah. Carol Earth has fucked off instantly. Um, and uh, she just disappears. And Lucia Bane, uh, the, the the kind of the nurses in the room uh, just look to Lucia. There's like a, a kind of low-level tech adept and then three nurses in uh, pretty traditional gear. Like they look pretty professional. It's a clean room, clearly well put together. Uh, you get the vibe that this is probably where champions of the arena, if they fall in a match, are rushed in because they're the people that are bringing in big, big crowds. Uh, so this is top-level treatment. Uh, they look to Lucia and she's like, I can't compete with the Inquisition Get him out and put him on the slab. Uh, and there's to the side, you can see there is an elaborate uh, slab kind of surgical table set up for those who are probably either too damaged to get into the resuscitrix to stabilize them, or for when you look around the room, you can see there are a few augmentic limbs and, and the other kind of sensor nerves that you know are inserted into stumps for augmentics to be put in later. Uh, and they just haul this beat up 
<laughs> ruined tortured stormtrooper over uh and and slap him down on that table and they rush over uh mina is there anything you would say to them would you help them put seth in i think you've got enough experience with these that it's not foreign to you yeah mm-hmm. i think she wouldn't say anything but she would definitely help and like to get him out of the armor and all she would help with that and she would keep a close eye on them like make sure they're not doing anything shady like she because she's just like so cranky now del can i uh Mm-hmm. Can Nero interrupt that as you begin to do it? Oh, sure. Yeah, I think seeing Lucia Bain's reaction and the stormtrooper, I think I would just come up and put a hand on your shoulder as you're working and as is my way, lean in and just say, um, hey, we might need to keep uh, Lucia on side. Do you think you can do anything for a stormtrooper over there? Oh, um, of course. Uh, I will certainly try and she will. Yeah, we, we might need yeah. him more than Seth, so uh, get to it. And I'll just like pat her on the shoulder and say, uh, don't don't worry, uh, Miss Bain, we got we got some assistance for you. Right. She's the best. I can definitely do a Medicaid check on him. Yeah, let's go for it. It'll be difficulty three. Okay. Um, get this going. I will give you two setbacks solely because it's been a while since he's been brought here and they didn't bother with other first aid because they thought they would have the recessatrix. So the idea was, ah, the big thing will do it. Uh, and now they don't have their power up. So some things have been allowed to lightly fester. Totally. Um, can I get my boost for my med kit? Absolutely. All right. And then he gets to take two strain. Hopefully that doesn't kill him. So we'll see. It, it does not. <laughs> All right. So I've got double checking. Medicaid. One green, two yellow, three red, nice. one boost, two setback, two successes. I will roll. One success, two threats. Hmm. Okay, so he takes further strain, so he is going to remain unconscious. Uh, but I will say for your successes, you do manage to bring him back to stable. So again, he's not dying. He's not doing good. But there is now a chance that you know someone can get to him with some surgical expertise. Uh, to try to deal with the damage. Uh, and she's going to just kind of step back and her hands, she's just bloody everywhere. And she's like, well, I did the best I could and made the emperor watch over him, I suppose. And go back to Nero. <laughs> yeah. Piper and Warden, you're standing by the door of this kind of relatively small space. Again, half resuscitrix, half is the the surgical table with the, with the staff inside it. The walls are all lined with, if you imagine kind of the traditional, the glass windowed steel framed where you can see all the different tools and things in there, as well as a few standing tables, shelves where they can have trays of tools all set up. It's clearly mm-hmm. ready to go. You get the feeling they probably have the staff on call and they just are ready to swoop in at any moment all day. Uh, but Behind you, Piper, you just hear this voice say, all right, so what do they need me for? Uh, and you turn around and feel the gentle hum of anti-grabs hitting kind of the side of your shoe. Uh, and the the tech priest, Ignatius Ironforth, who you have not met, but who now considers himself a loose part of the Inquisitorial band, uh, is floating next to you. Uh, I, I think I just kind of look at him and just like turn back to everyone and like point my thumb back at him and be like, uh... So you, someone called for this guy? I'll uh, just give Piper like a, actually I'll give Warden a thumbs up, but like look at Piper. So it seems like it's for her, but it's clearly don't shoot this man. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll just wave him in. <clears throat> Hello, it is me, Ignatius Ironforth. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, D, 
dear Ignatius, welcome. Uh, hey, listen, and I'll look over and like put my hand on his shoulder and lean in real close, and I'll be like, "Hey, uh, things have accelerated a little bit. Uh, we're kind of wearing the uh, the inquisitorial eye a little bit more loosely now." Listen, uh, a friend of mine is in that tube over there, and I really kind of need his skills because I'm really bad at a lot of things that he's really good at. So I'm gonna need you to make sure he survives better if possible, but the same at worst. Can you do that for me? For the Inquisition? I mean, I can do anything. Sort of. Uh, Give me a moment. I will go check his vitals. Uh, And he just floats over uh, and and hauls open a panel on the side of the the Recessatrix. You'd expect him to go to kind of the front display where you can read things that are going on. But he reaches in and just yanks out two wires and plugs them into the side of his stomach. (laughs) And you just see his eyes start rotating through text, uh, lightning fast Mm -hmm. inside of his... And and his 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 exposed teeth are chattering with the little lips just around them, and no other part of his face being biological. Uh, it's unsettling, but that's what's happening. Uh, <laughs> and Lucia Bain uh, steps forward and says, "All right, so you're the Inquisition. Why are you with the governor? What the fuck is going on here?" Um, and I'll uh, I'll look legitimately crestfallen because I am. <laughs> this is not how I want things to go. And I'll say, um. Uh, Lucia, I, uh, I apologize about how all of this uh, has has gone down. Uh, my merry band here and I, we were uh, we were sent to ensure a safe transfer of power. There are a lot of uh, interests at work here, but uh, we had some uh, rather concerning reports coming off this planet. Uh, anytime prom is involved, you know, uh, greed gets involved, and greed can lead to all sorts of things like cannibal feasts and xenos being held on an imperial world for sport so you know we just had to come and see for ourselves and uh, unfortunately i gotta tell you i'm not thrilled with the way things are going but the good news is we're here we're happily telling everyone we're here now we're going to ensure that the rest of these uh, events go safely and that there's a safe transfer of power possibly to you. Uh, I understand uh, my man, Seth, and I'll point to the tube. It's like mm-hmm. um, was working uh, in your favor. I was in the arena with sister Mina here, hoping to take a dive in your favor. Um, but then Xenos, lots of Xenos. And you know how we feel about Xenos, you know, not great. So uh, listen, you don't need to worry. You don't need to worry that we're here to to ruin things, to seize control. The only thing I'm seizing control of are the proceedings of these games. Sound good to you? Well, I think I can't be the only person to permit this. You just hear the click of the speakers like they have in those arenas uh, mm-hmm. come on, and that awkward mic hiss. They say, hello, everyone. It's Gazzy, Inquisitor. There was an alarm that went out. Surprise to all of us, I'm sure. We're going to require you upstairs. Also, Lucia Bain, wherever you are, everyone's all pissed off and we're upstairs. So we're going to have a meeting with the Inquisitor. Oh, balls, I'm high. Uh, and then he just <laughs> hangs up and, and the speaker goes off. Uh, and you realize, Nero, based on that threat that went out earlier, apparently there was some kind of warning that went through the arena that the Inquisition was present. So the houses are are all aware um, and have scheduled a meeting upstairs. Lucia says, 
Well, it seems like your man in there, if he makes it out, likes me for the governorship. How do you feel about it being me? Like, she's immediately shifted to to, how is this an advantage? Um, And I'll smile very coyly, uh, extend uh, my my gauntleted hand and just say, (laughs) you know what? It's yours for a drop of blood. I love a man who makes a deal. Uh, And she'll just reach out to one of the scalpels on the side thing and just jab her finger on it. Mm. One-handed, she pins it down with the other three fingers and stabs herself on the end with the fourth because her hands are just big, beefy, badass lady. Uh, (laughs) And she just extends the bleeding finger. Um, And uh, I'll flip the gauntlet over and just kind of extend it out and say, uh, sorry, it's a weird Inquisition tradition. You check whatever genetics you need to, handsome. Uh, and she'll just slap uh, the blood into the kind of exposed right. cupola. And uh, I'll slap it shut and just say, thanks with all the Xenos shit going on. I, I mean, look at the size of you. I wouldn't be surprised if you could just punch your way through uh, through an entire wall, you know? Well, you know, you do what you got to do for your house on the scale of things. So it couldn't be any smaller than Krungus or things could get weird. All right, so I think I'll see you upstairs where we can figure out, I mean, the tragedy of this. And I agree, the Xenos, monstrous, monstrous, but clearly Nero Skull Shield is paid for his crimes. Love you all, love you all. I don't know, keep him alive, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> she just strides out and leaves Maximilian hmm. on the slab. Uh, Ignatius will will unplug himself and come back over and look to the group. Because he knows Nero's in charge. He's not really sure of Piper and Warden. So he just kind of gives them a glance. And then he looks over to Mina, gives a nod because Mina's useful. All right. So uh, he was shot in the lung and it's basically torched. So I can leave him in the tube. And then uh, by the end of the day, the resuscitrix will have him up and about. He's not going to be doing great, but he'll be doing a lot better than if you just, I don't know, let him sleep it off. Or I could take him out and put the blue boy in there and get back to him later. Uh, and I could put robotic lungs in him. I've got a set. They're pretty high quality. It'll get them up and running faster for you. You could probably go do that meeting and then let me do this. And then I'll pump him full of some stuff that he probably won't like. That'll make him a little shaky. But then he can at least get back to work and have conversations. So it's it's up to you, interrogator. Um. I'll look to, I think, uh, Piper for this, actually. Uh, just say, um, any thoughts there, Piper? Well, what do you mean? What just do you like, think? Get it, get it done quickly. I believe the Inquisitor is wondering if I am up to the task I am claiming or if perhaps I am lying. Oh, I turn and smile. I'm like, oh, Ignatius, that that was never in doubt, buddy. I, I got <laughs> utmost faith in you. You're great. Uh, you know, I just, um, as you know, being a part of an Inquisition party means uh, trusting each other. So I'm just asking my trusted bandmates like you. Mina? Oh, I mean, he's already has augmented, so... I'll just turn around and be like, uh, Ignatius, is this going to hurt? Uh, he will remain unconscious for most of it in an ideal scenario. So and Piper, Piper, Piper butts, it's like, what are we all waiting around for? Just, like, get it done already. Ignatius, just tell me, is it going to hurt him? <laughs> yes. Good, do it. Yay! This will be fun! Ha 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 ha
he reaches like over with guy. both hands and just cracks the door off of the like it opens up from the <laughs> bottom and it's just kachunk way faster than it's meant to uh and he trades Maximilian uh very roughly over and is very careful with Seth bringing him over uh and drops uh, Seth off on the table and he's like go do your meeting with the house leaders and I will fix up this one as much as I can um as we go to leave we'll just say uh Look, if things go bad and you find yourself needing any extra parts, and I'll just nod at Maximilian and I'll be like, don't be shy. Um, and then I'll make for the door. Oh, and he goes over and you just see a little laser thing go down and scan Maximilian's <laughs> body. He's like, nah, tainted by Eldar poison. <laughs> just very disappointed uh, and circle back around. Uh, to I'll begin point surgery. over my shoulder and be like. That's why I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, he reaches up and snaps a finger and you just hear whirring in the distance. And all of a sudden, three giant bulky med servitors burst in behind him. One of them just reaches over and shoves a nurse against the wall who kind of bounces and they realize they're no longer welcome. So they leave. The servitors are there to work. Uh, and the rest of you head upstairs to find out how the game has changed now that the Inquisition is involved. This episode of the Valentine Heresy features Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter as Interrogator Nero Abignale, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter as Piper Fairley, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter as Seth Corbin, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter as Sister Rolian Mina, and our game master Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com, D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merch dice available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Are they Imperator and death to all the heretics? Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands. <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't have hands. And what do you do exactly? 
besides dance with strangers? I work for the postal service. <laughs> you, you're a, a postman. Weird, right? Miss Cloutier, what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person? Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you. It seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just hold this tube over your stomach. We are done! The very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sada, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos, Raúl. The very worst thing that could possibly happen. An audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit wlfdr.com.